Yeah, I think that was pretty insane. Welcome back to Franchise Audio. This is your boy, Eddie. Welcome back for another week of the show. It's Jay. Thank you, everyone, tuning in. Dwayne Wade is a legend in Miami uh, sports, but in Miami culture overall, just a legend. He should be a legend in all culture. And now I think he's a legend on Instagram. Is he, or do we need to take his phone away? I think that if you're going to drop something like that, drop it on your birthday. But I don't know if I'm so interested. I don't know if I'm interested, man. It was a little too sexy for me. Yeah? You, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? For It to just pop up on my str- uh, feed like that. Dwayne Wade. He hasn't missed a beat. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was just more so my insecurities being like, damn, when I get to just around his age, 39, almost 40, I need to be on that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. even on that right now. Is he that's still with up. his trainer? He's with something. <laughs> yeah, he has to be with something. He's with the shits. Yeah, he just dropped it, man. If you're going to do it, do it on your birthday. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm with it. Who gives a fuck? Gabrielle Union's in there. And she looks fucking bomb for, dude, she's like 50-something. Yeah, Gabrielle Union. What is, is that? Looks great. Are too you good. fucking kidding me? Too good, too good, too good. And even and she's like on a whole like all natural thing right now. At least that I've noticed. So I'm just like, damn. Shout out to you. Anyone that's kind of like, what the fuck are these goofballs talking yeah. about? Dwayne Wade. For whoever doesn't really follow sports like that, or Dwayne Wade, he's been going nuts on his Instagram really since he retired. Insane. But lately, what he's what like the the latest. I don't even want to call it antic, but like I guess. Would you call it an antic, actually? Nope. No, no. antics. No antics, right? Here's my Instagram. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Exactly. I'm retired. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Dwayne Wade, he went ahead and, um, you know, he posted a photo of him basically, like, well, not basically. He was naked, and then, like, his wife was standing in front of him in a robe, but just enough of his V-cut was showing. So you know mm-hmm. what happened. And also, too, the beautiful part is that it was his birthday, so it was, like, a whole birthday behavior. So you know there's no way, Gabriel, let him go home or to bed empty-handed. I love it, man. It's it's fuck you money. That's what having fuck you money is. That, that's that's the goal, right? That's 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 what that's the marathon what fuck you money is. That's what the marathon is right there. The, yeah, you know what? When the marathon becomes a sprint, but you still have gas in the in the tank, it doesn't matter. And that's what having fuck you money is. That the marathon could be the marathon, but when it turns into the sprint, yeah, just know that I could go at it, and we could go all day. You want to sprint all day? We could sprint all day. And what I'm really saying is. Dwayne Wade, after he retired from the NBA, you know uh, what I really like about players like Dwayne Wade, like the greats, you know, Kobe, that most of their, I guess, career or their persona, their brand yeah. almost comes after the game in a sense. Like, you're, yep. I think we'll remember Dwayne Wade more for what he did in the South Florida community and like what he preaches about. Um, what he believes in, the, the interviews he's been on after retiring. You know, I think we'll remember Dwayne Wade more for those things eventually yeah. as time passes on than just being one of the best shooting guards ever. But that's, I, I feel like that's a, obviously a testament to like just how good he is, right? And I feel like it's also too a testament of like his mind away from the game of basketball mm-hmm. because like you said, like you like you mentioned Kobe, you know, a great example of like doing good things after the game of basketball. Dwayne Ray right now is doing good things after Shaq. the game of basketball. Shaq, right? These are also two like some like um like minded <sighs> business people that we've basically, you know, mentioned. But I feel like the reason why maybe he's transitioned so well is because like he thought of a life after basketball, right? And what ends up happening with a lot of these basketball players is they don't do 
a lot of that. Like, yeah. they, like to them, it's just the game training, what it means to be an athlete, and that's why so many of these athletes end up going broke after. You know, there's a lot of like you know like parallels in there. You of know? course, and and you know, Dwayne Wade, Kobe, Shaq, like these are extremes of people that yeah. are, are not just NBA players. Obviously, these yeah. are people that are highly successful, just people in in terms of what they want to do. They kind of hone in, they work on it, they craft it, and then they kind of continue learning in life and seeing what they're interested in. Like Dwayne Wade's a brand ambassador for Lee Ming. Yeah. And obviously he has his own wine. So he's he's up to a, a couple of things that, that he's, yeah, he's passionate o- He always about. has been, which is, which is what's good for him. Which is, you know, something we preach about on the podcast. And I mean, why even talk about Dwayne Wade besides being a South Florida legend? It's uh, having multiple streams of things that you're passionate about and investing in those things. And investing in those things with purpose. Like, if yes. you're passionate about wine, then look up the best wineries. How do they make the wine? You know, can I can I get a hand in there? Is there some profit to be made if maybe I pursue this passion? Um, but that's one parallel. And then the other parallel. Have you seen what's going on with Delante West? That is like jarring. Yeah, that is so jarring. But that's kind of like what I was like. I'm glad you brought that up because what I was almost kind of thinking was like if it was any other, not any other athlete, but maybe another athlete that isn't on Dwayne Wade's level, would yeah. we even give a fuck about the picture? Would it, you know, would it even incite anything in us? Like, you know, but the fact that, yeah, like, look at Delante, like he's on a completely different spectrum. You know, he was on Instagram the other day, like <sighs> shown, like being shown that like Mark Cuban had to come like at a gas station to like pick him up. It's, it's oh man, it's so jarring. It's so fucked up. So quick update on him. Uh, Delante West bankrupt was a homeless, like he was homeless. He yeah, was a homeless man. For sure, I believe it. And After seeing that video, I for sure believe it. Isn't it insane that he was an NBA player making millions of dollars at one millions. point? And- he played with LeBron. LeBron James was his teammate at yeah. one point. Not that LeBron was cutting his checks, right. but like this is like the level of pedigree of people he was around. You know? Yeah, he wasn't playing with any scrubs. And I mean, he wasn't horrible at the game of basketball. He Not could at play all. ball. Delante can ball. He can ball. He can do his thing. And... What's crazy is after seeing that video of him being homeless on the street and everything, Mark Cuban actually went, picked him up, and took him to rehab. And just a quick update on Delonte West, if you guys don't know about that story or just found out recently through us, he's actually in a much better place. He's now completed rehab completely. He actually has um, a job he's working at, and he got reunited with his mom. So after Shit. Mark Cuban yeah, picked him up, he was able to like stay in rehab, completely finish off in rehab. And uh, he isn't doing any drugs or anything like that that ruined his life. But, you know, he's kind of back on, on track or hopefully back on track after things were bleak as fuck for a moment there. But that goes to show, like, how important it is to manage your finances. Yeah. Like, you can't be spending more money than you're earning. Like, you have to have your eyes on something like multiple streams of income. You know, as you're getting older and as you're earning more money, it's like, how much are you putting away yeah. just in case? You know, are you taking advantage of your 401k? Are you taking advantage of uh, uh, Roth IRAs? Are you yeah. taking advantage of, you know, all these different things that companies offer for you? And then if you're getting paid right now on a biweekly basis, on a weekly basis for time. So if you're if you're if a company is paying you for your time, yeah. then how are you making sure that one, you're evaluating how much your time is worth? pursue other interests or if you're in your passionate field then continue but look for like um growth in that industry and then two how are you putting away something for the future you know how are you saving a little bit every bi-weekly weekly you know however you get paid even if you get paid salary how are you taking some money and then putting it away because 
things like that happen all the time. And you know, Delonte West is someone we hear about because of Instagram. He just yeah, he was, a, he was an athlete, a famous person. But that can be life for a lot of people. This is this could be life for a lot of people if you don't have the right grips on the future is kind of important. Yeah, you know. I I just like one of the things that I liked so much about the whole Delonte West thing was just the fact that when this man was down, like someone came to his aid, like someone yeah. from his like circle you know i don't want to say circles in terms of like entourage but like you know mark, mark cuban, cuban was like a you know it was his former boss you know like and he came to this man in his lowest point and he helped you know bring him up and it's just great to see that someone even on that scale can still get that help or someone on any scale can get that help when they need it mark cuban's stand up as fuck you can say whatever the hell you want to say about him yeah. you know billionaire and people love to hate billionaires but you can say whatever you want about mark cuban this guy not only did he pay every single employee of the mavs organization when COVID hit like continue on payroll that's crazy on top of that fact he also is the type of person that got in his car and personally didn't send somebody he could send somebody for, for yeah. Delonte if, if he wanted to even like do that no, he personally got in his car, went to Delonte, picked him up, took him straight to rehab. Like, that's the type of guy he is. And you know what, dude? Like, salute to you. Salute to you. Legitimately. Where the fuck was his Iron Man suit, though? Yeah. Because I know, yeah. Yeah, come on. You're telling me you pulled up in a Tesla, Mark? I'm going to talk about it right now. In a Tesla, Mark? Huh? Hold on. Let me close this serious topic because I want to open up something for discussion here. This is the, this is the thing. Um, I think the Delante West story, the Dwayne Wade story, you know, all these stories that we share on the podcast uh, with some resemblance of how it relates to you in your own life. You may need somebody yeah. at some point in your life. And don't be afraid to accept help because we're not perfect. We're human. And sometimes we do need other humans to yeah. push us in the right direction or to at least get us onto that insight of future thinking of being able to like actually start earning merit for the future. Don't feel like just because you're down, you're out. Yeah. Because we're all down at some point. Millions before, billions before have been down. They've been helped before. So, you know, help is all around. You just either have to ask for it or accept it when it's offered. Yep. Because it's there. And then secondly, that's why we bring you this podcast for some sake of conversation. We just want to be a part of the conversation of help in some way. And then the third thing, which I think is it's a necessary conversation to finally have. We have so many billionaires at this point in, in the world. Yes. Who the fuck is going to do it? Who's going to pull up on Who's me? Who's going to do the Iron Man suit, Who's going to pull up on me in the full-blown Iron Man suit? And I'm not talking about that that um like impromptu Iron Man suit that's going around yeah, now. Yeah, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? It's like a hydrogen company. Are you going to fly? rowdy shit. Are you going to fly? I need, you, I need you up, up, up in the air. But I want you with the jets and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stalling, like just hovering over the ground. We talked about this on the podcast a long time ago. And that was when Dubai made that jetpack that was legitimately like a jetpack. You remember that video? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Alright, so yes, it was like yes. a trending video yes. and you had somebody in a jetpack and they went from like the desert area of Dubai and they went all the way to the top. Like they almost got to the top of the tallest building in the world. How do we not have a fucking yeah. Iron Man suit, man? It's crazy. Elon, you got 90 bill. So. I don't know. A couple of Tesla stocks. Let's get it going. My whole thing is if I can astro if an asteroid comes to our planet, who's gonna punch it out of the way? You know what I mean? Who's gonna make All sure right. they punch it and it explodes into a bunch of little pieces? I need to make sure we're safe. I need I want to know that we're safe. Now you're wishful thinking. Now we ruin the Iron Man thing. Because if someone mean? gets a hold of the fucking podcast and now they're like, hey, you know what? Maybe the Iron Man suit wouldn't be a bad billion dollar investment. 
Now you're talking about shit that they're not going to be able to do. Oh, so you're going to make a whole Iron Man suit and you're not going to be a superhero. No, I think it's more for like the fuck around. Hey, look, I got a suit. I can put it on. I can fly. We have Magic City and fucking Las Vegas to go fuck around in already. You don't put on an Iron Man suit to fuck around. Do you think Tony Stark was fucking around one day on the job? You yeah. inconsiderate motherfucker. No, huh? I, I'm saying. Huh? You think you put on an Iron Man suit to just dick around? Maybe I'm a little emotional because Tony Stark is dead. Okay, but what do you mean dick around? You're putting on that thing for business. Okay, you're putting on that thing to be the shield. And you know who means business and is the shield? Tom Brady, greatest ever. He's to, the best ever. To ever do it. Anything that we're talking about. How poetic for Drew Brees' last NFL game. Drew Brees ranked number one in multiple categories in quarterback. Yes. Tucked in by rank number two in multiple categories in quarterback. I can't believe that. It's such... I hate him. I hate him, though. Tom, I, I hate Tom. I'm telling you, the fact that he was able to, like, like you're saying, like, tuck in Drew Brees, like, you know, like, send, like send his career. I don't want to say tuck in, because tuck in, it seems a little disrespectful-ish. He him. But he tucked him in a little bit. A little bit. The, the defense definitely helped with the tuck in. But it's definitely a plus to his resume. And I feel like an added token to his greatness that he was able to do such a thing. Like, Drew Brees' last game was against a 43-year-old Tom Brady that's going to the NFC like title game what the fuck is going on i can't believe it i cannot believe that the cowboys what was the stat that you had posted oh the oh yeah so very this is if this isn't a testament to tom brady's greatness or tom brady's greatness simplified in like a goofy kind of way i don't know what is so you have the dallas cowboys that are a team that is within the nfc right and you have tom brady that played in the afc his whole career basically the stat is very simple um what is it since 1997, 97, yeah. you know, um, trips to the NFC title game, Tom Brady won, Dallas Cowboys zero, right? Since 1997, years spent in the NFC, Tom Brady won, Dallas Cowboys 27. Unreal. And that, that I, if that's not a testament to Tom Brady just... Uh, he has a fuck ton of weapons. I, I don't want to give him no, all the, the team credit. Is good. It's a good like team. Like I said, he had to credit that win also to the to the defense. Yeah. Apart from the beautiful throws and everything. Like, he was really playing majestic. lights out. Yeah, yeah he was majestic. like an angel. Like, he is. But he, he definitely has a team right now, for sure. They're not no clunkers. He's not playing with no scrubs. The Dallas Cowboys. When are they going to finally give it up? America's team? I don't call that. Uh, uh, don't call them America's team. Really? That's disrespectful. It's just, the, I think the Bills Mafia and the Bills are more of America's team at this point. No? I feel like America should get to choose who their team is. You know the, what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't want them to shove it down my throat anymore yeah. that they're America's team. Yeah, and, what, and we don't get to change. Like, we just have, it's just one team for the rest of our life. I don't believe it. Fuck and no. especially not a losing team. Now, that, thank you. I don't even want to be that harsh. But yeah, especially not no fucking losing ass team. America's a bunch of losers? I think not. Which is the Bills Mafia and the Bills. Let's talk about that. They're meeting up the Chiefs. And this is going to be probably one of the most, I guess, nail-biting games because of what happened to Pat Mahomes last week. And this has turned into a sports podcast this week, but I don't give a shit. Because guess what? There's a lot of things happening in sports that are so fucking cool. Like, things like that. Like, Tom Brady, for the first time ever in the NFC, going straight to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. After people like Drew Brees have been there... 
all their fucking lives and made it once, twice. Yeah. You know, like, it's just insane. So... He comes in into trailblaze, yeah. It's, to it's trailblazing. It's, it's a story of greatness. It's not just a story of sports, which is how I've always greatness. viewed. I've always viewed sports multidimensional. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the greatest, I don't want to say that yet. But speaking of greatness, Pat Mahomes coming through and getting a concussion, which normally for the NFL, the concussion protocol is five phases. And a week is usually not enough to recover from a concussion. It's going to be very telling how the NFL is going to handle Pat Mahomes in this concussion protocol because he shouldn't technically be cleared to play. So it's the Chiefs versus the Bills, which is the Bills are not no scrub team. They're not no scrub team. Disgusting. Stefan Diggs, shout the fuck out to you, by the way. Just shout out to you. I can't believe that guy. I can believe him. You know, smooth like butter. Did you see the video of the Vikings when they were on Hard Knocks that they were asking, like, the players were asking questions like, oh, who would you least, uh, like, who's least likely to date your daughter? Yeah. All of them said Stefan Diggs. Did they really? All of them. He's a dog. All of them. I believe it. You look at him, he's just smooth like butter. You see him and you just know he's just leaking. Yeah, lethal. Oozing, oozing just sexual lethal. deviant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just, just smooth, suave cigar guy. Cigar in the mouth. Yeah, whole cigar in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. put it out that wherever. not dating my daughter. I don't give a shit. Never. Won't even sniff her. Won't even get a whiff of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even on IG. But the Bills going versus the Chiefs, this is going to be such a like a big game because one, it's it's Super Bowl after that. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, the Chiefs are 14-1. and one. Yeah. Going into the playoffs, they look dominant. Yeah. Now they have their real first, I guess, considered like their real first, um, like threat. No Pat, and the Bills look nasty. I want to see what the NFL does about this man because CTE is such a serious thing. Like you it have is. so many stories of players after the fact having multiple issues with memory, multiple issues with like slurring their words, like even going into suicide. This is this is yes. a recurring theme for the NFL, and they've been under like. Under like a scope, basically, yeah. making sure that they're following guidelines because it's going to get to the point that we may not want to see people getting into car accidents every yeah. Sunday anymore, like in that brutal ass sport. But it's going to happen very quickly, depending on how they take care of their players, their yeah. star players. Pat Mahomes is like their LeBron James. He's not like a scrub. He, yeah. he is the like future of the NFL. He just got paid $500 million. He actually got paid more than that, but... A couple million, yeah, yeah. a couple million over, but think about that for a second. Yeah, a professional athlete inked a check for half a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be very telling for a lot of reasons, like like how you you're mentioning, like is this just gonna is this gonna be about checks or is this gonna be about health? Like, what's really going to ring king at the end of the day? Because you mentioned CTE, right? Like, it's something that's been like research and like like i think like 200 football players have like donated their science uh, uh, football players have donated like their brain to science I think right it's a little bit more but yeah and out of those 200 about like 51 percent, 53 percent have shown cte in their brain yeah and it's it's you can't argue the fact that um brain injuries happen in football like, look at what happened with Ryan Shazier off, yeah. of, of, off of a regular play. It yeah. was a regular yeah. tackle. And yeah, yeah. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah. Nothing too he, crazy it, at all. He lost functioning in his legs and almost became paralyzed for the rest of his life. And he still wants to play, though. 
And it's the love of the game. It's the love of the. It's the passion for it. I get it. But at the same time, it's like look at what you're giving up. Yeah, man. man. Like but look what? at what you're giving up. And not only that, but football players that come out and express like look at Marshawn Lynch. It's take care of your chicken. Take yep. care of your money. Take care of your money. Take care of your bodies and take care of your mental because when you get out, that's just not easy. Money yeah. comes and goes really quickly, and then because you can't keep up the lifestyle once you're retired. Yep. And then on top of that, it's just your mental health and your body. You got to keep it in check. People, a lot of football players have come out and say that their knees are completely di- like done. They can't even play like with their kids and stuff. Football like that. players retiring early all the time. You look at Andrew Luck. Yeah, Andrew Luck, broken body, broken, broken. One of the best quarterbacks of our generation, of the most like yeah. recent generation, was a monster at Stanford. Retired early, said, "Fuck this, I'm done." There's no no money. Like I'm good on money. Not Nothing worth else. it. Just, what's the point? It's, not, it's, it's just really not worth it. What's the point? And they have a bunch of rules against tackling the quarterbacks and all these things, but it doesn't matter because yeah. you can still end up in a position like that. You can still end up in a position that Andrew Luck had to have surgery on his shoulders how many times? Three times? And still was botched and still couldn't recover uh, as well. And not only that, but then you have the, after, the aftermath after football, which is the CTE problems, which is... There's deterioration in your brain because of multiple hits on your brain. It's a, a concussion is a rattling of your brain, and then you slowly start to lose function. You yeah. s- like for that um, for that time span, if you don't recover successfully, you start not being able to process information as fast. You yeah. start not reacting to things as quickly. You also slur your words. Like look at Wes Welker. Yeah, Wes Welker was bad. a Miami Dolphin for a while before he went to the to the Pats and then the Broncos. Mm-hmm. You hear an interview from Wes Welker when he was starting his career in the Dolphins, and then you hear him afterwards after he played for the Broncos. Huge difference. I, I couldn't even believe that it was the same person talking. It sounds like someone that's drunk. Mind-numbing. It's like you said. Car crashes, car accidents right on Sundays. Every Sunday. And these humans, they're getting bigger, they're getting faster, and they're getting stronger. And... The crazy part is they're getting bigger, they're getting faster, they're getting stronger, and the length of the field is staying the same. It's staying the same. And then you have motherfuckers like Derrick Henry. What's Nobody the, wants to tackle Derrick Henry, What's the motherfucker's man? name? Uh, DK Metcalf. Yeah, dude. Like, you like actual legit specimen. We, you have Gronkowski, a, a, another freaking grizzly bear, polar bear out there freaking just catching footballs. You know, like, it's, it's just, and look it's at- crazy. It's crazy, and I don't want to, and I don't want to like make it sound like I'm too like, um, like what is it like snobby on football? Like I'm super against football, even though I really haven't been watching it like that. Because even with everything that we're talking about, a selfish part of me still wants Patrick Mahomes to get yeah. trotted out there, of course, and play because I just can't imagine. Like I don't, it, it's it, like it's a selfish fan in me saying like I hate that we had to come this far for this to happen now. Like this motherfucker yeah. couldn't have caught the concussion week three. Yeah. He had to catch it week, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in the playoffs. Right. And ruin my damn weekend. Yeah. It's not right. It's not. Recover, please, Patrick Mahomes, though, for real, in all seriousness. Can you imagine Ray, right? Like Ray Lewis hitting you? Ray Lewis was a big ass motherfucker. That should man. kill me. If Ray Lewis hit me like how he hit a lot of people, that should do, be enough to kill me. There was a, a Ocho, uh, Chad Ocho Cinco has this famous like uh, viral video yeah. that he goes and yeah. he tries to set up a block on him and Ray Lewis runs him cleans over. Him, cleans him, cleans him. And the coach was, bitch, what, what, why you always got to go after the big guys? He's like, I, I thought I could handle him, coach. Yeah, I thought I got him, coach. 
Nobody. Really mass out. Nobody. Nobody can handle that. And that that's the thing about football. You know, it has a lot of like great things to it. The sports fun. Yeah. But at what point are we going to move away? Or are we moving towards more people being interested in football and being yeah. more interested in physical sports like combat sports and stuff like that? That's gonna be like like I think a question. For this generation and the next couple of generations to come is how we view sports in that way. Like like uh like football and you you think, com- you think combat sports too? I think everything that has to do boxing, everything that has to do with massive trauma to your brain and then ruining your function and your longevity for health. And have like a correction period, huh? You think it's, we're, we're, I we're think there's the- gonna be there's gonna be at least people taking a look at it, you know. Um and I, I don't know if people buy me more like there might be some restrictions on it. Yeah, because it's like um, a lot of football players, they'll say now that the generation and the kids growing up now, they had the information that we don't have. Yeah. Or that, I mean, that we didn't have. Like a lot of them growing up, they didn't know. Baseball doesn't look shit. too bad, huh? Yeah, they didn't know all the shit that the sport was doing to your brain. But mm-hmm. now we know and now we're learning more. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I feel like that is going to be for like the coming generation and generations to really decide like, yo, how are we going to keep doing this? You know, like, are we going to have to... We're gonna have to start playing these players, playing, uh, paying these players more. Is that even like something that's justifiable? Like, what, yeah. what, what is the landscape of that gonna look like? I feel like UFC, not so much because I feel like, and I'm obviously I'm not a fucking scientist, but I feel like the whole combat sports and like that whole barbaric style of like entertainment has been so embedded into our DNA for so we many years. That yeah, that it's always gonna, it's just gonna, it's just evolved into that. It's evolved into a now a multi-billion-dollar, you know, like um league that pays a lot of people, you know, keeps food on on the table for a lot of families, and like, you know, it's just regulated sponsorships, but it's like it's legalized, like fucking Spartan fighting, cock fighting, and that, and not to say I think there's anything wrong with that, but it's just it's just it's just really what it is. Like we allow these people to get in the ring and just go at it with each other, get your and we pay them. It gets your adrenaline pumping. Man. It does. And then the you pay for the pay-per-view. Yeah, so I feel like combat sports, maybe it might be regulated a little bit, but I feel like football is definitely the one that is on maybe the horizon for like a correction. And yeah. I feel like we're seeing it subtly in things like um, like the whole uh, Washington football team with their whole name changes and everything. So I feel like we, we might be on, that, on the verge of that maybe. And it would be interesting to see. So for me personally, again, like how you said – I, I'm not a football snob in a sense of like, oh, like I, I think it should absolutely like I don't want Pat Mahomes to trot out there if he's not feeling yeah. like good. You know, this, this is like, dude, it's it's human beings that you're throwing out there. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure Pat wants to play, but if it's against his health, dude, I'd say fuck it, man. Like you you have to think long. Yeah, for dude. sure. You have to think you have futuristic, to, dude. 10,000 percent. You, you only get one body, one mind. You know what's fucked? The older I get, the more I realize like, yo, I'm not immortal. Like I I have you know, a limited time on the surf. So I'm not like, I wouldn't say more careful, but I'm definitely not more reckless. Like I haven't gotten any more reckless. You For know sure what I mean? Not. Well, I mean, you, I, mean I don't know about that because now you want to go skydiving and all this shit. So skydiving is the, the safest shit you could do. Oh yeah. No, like, jumping out of a safe- plane. Yeah, no. Oh, so safe. Yeah, no. What, what makes it safe? The motherfucker that's tied behind you? It's gotten to the point that it's really safe, but I feel like that's I what they say. That's what they say though. Yeah. I haven't become more reckless. And I think I'm starting to look at my life like, yo, I want to be around for a while. Like, yeah. I want to experience a lot of things. I, I feel like seeing certain things last year and just seeing how dope the world is in general makes me want to be around for it. Yeah, makes, makes me want to stick be, around. 
around for my kids. It makes me want to be around for my wife. It, it makes me want to be more like settled down and being like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't consume four bottles of alcohol this weekend. Yeah. Let me not do that. You know, let me, if I'm going to go out, you know, I'll have a good time, but maybe I shouldn't be blowing $200 and nothing you know what i mean like yeah it just yeah. it's put more perspective i guess in my life for sure experiencing uh life and seeing things in a different uh element because yo how the fuck are we going to like get to a point that it's like oh yeah i have these goals that i want to accomplish but then not like looking under a microscope and seeing how you could start making those changes to accomplish those goals you know what i mean and I feel like now my life on the latter half of it, or not even the latter half, but, but I, I want to say in the last like three or four years, I've I've gotten into a more mature like element of like, oh, I want to be around for a while. Yeah. I want to also conserve my time and my energy and my money for those things that really matter to me. And then how do I start being like more effective and critical about the way I want to do those things? So I feel like football puts that in my perspective or seeing things like that puts that yeah. in my perspective because one life, one body, one brain, you know, I think you said it best. Do you feel like that? Or is that just a me thing? Well, like just the whole one. Yeah, like you want to be around more. Like you're not doing yeah. as much stupid shit as we used to do. You know, not jumping off of a train or anything like that. Shout out to Abel. Shout out to Abel. But you ugly boy. But you my boy though. Boy. Um, Dude, <laughs> I definitely. I mean, who doesn't want to be around? I for sure want to be around. I don't know. Okay. I just like the future with me in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I definitely I'm starting to like the future yeah. with me in it. Like my time to go will come, but I'm not in a rush for it. Like now I'm like, for all right, sure. like how do I start planning to be around, you know? I know to answer your question, I know I definitely have become more pussy. That's for <laughs> sure. And the reason I know is because <laughs> recently I, I had like I went on like um a trip to Michigan, right? And being just on that plane and flying like, I was thinking thoughts I had, I've never thought before in my life. Like, never before in my life. I remember I would look out the window and I was legit just like, I'm really in the fucking clouds right now. Like, who the fuck do I think I am to take off from the ground? Like, to take my feet off of land into this vessel. I'm not even really sure how it works. Like, li literally, like, you literally get in it and then you just... You feel shit shake. Shit fucking shakes a lot. There's a lot of noise. You look out the window again. There's a lot of white clouds near you. Hours later, you make it to your destination. And it's just like, yo, like this shit could have fell out of the air at any point. Hit a mountain. Hit anything. Hit a, a fucking bird. God knows what. I don't know. I don't know if birds are that are lethal at that high in the air. Like, I don't know what happens really that high up in the air. Like, but that's, that's what I'm saying. So I know for sure I've definitely become more pussy because... I just, I, I couldn't control myself too much after, during the flying. And obviously, after the fucking flying, I'm still going through it. I thought about what if this fucking plane falls about 700 times. I can't be doing this type of shit. And mind you, mind you, mind you, mind you. Yo, I was only awake. I was only awake for about maybe seven minutes in total. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I'm telling you. She's fucked. So Yo. yeah, man, I want to be around. Holy. Definitely. Hold on, hold on. And I know airplanes is not the way it's going to keep me around. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what the fuck just happened on the podcast, man? Honestly, the simulation thing, I can, I can kind of see why motherfuckers think that. Like, when you don't understand how a plane takes off the ground and you're transported and now you're just yep. in a completely different state and completely they it's a different state and shit like that. Like, no spalling now and shit. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yo, we're trusting this, this man 
Marco Polo a fuck ton. Because he mapped this shit out. So we're trusting him a lot with this shit as far as where the map is. Dog, you're really in the air. Like well, I, was, I was really thinking about that. I was like, I'm really with the clouds right now. I was saying more about, you know, getting to different like states and stuff like that. But yeah, the you know, planes is... Do we take them for granted? We just get on them and we almost don't even think sometimes like, yo, this shit's really taking me elsewhere. No, but I, I know too that you... Really fast. Yeah, and, and like the whole thing with Marco Polo, like, yeah, I know what you mean because it's like... Mapped it out. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. I'm really in the air and I'm trusting like this whole like yeah, yeah, yeah. map of... And I'm trusting this motherfucker's going to follow the map to the T. Like, it's just a lot, man. So... Dude, but that's beautiful because in a way, it's like it's humbling. Like, you kind of realize... Too like, humbling. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was way... I'm telling you about it humbled my ass all the way the fuck down. For seven minutes, you were fucking stressing your life. I love it, though. I love it. I, I can't get enough of that because it's it's those things that we realize like, yo, we're living in the best times ever. We could have been on the Oregon or on the Oregon Trail. You know how motherfuckers died on the Oregon Trail? On the wagon, man? Can you imagine you get on a faulty wagon and your fucking family dies? No, in the middle fucked. of nowhere? That's no, no, fucked. No, that's so fucked. With that's the, so fucked. With the grizzly bears. You're out there with the grizzlies. That's so fucked. I don't yeah. want my wife and my kids. To, I'm fending off a fucking grizzly in the hyena. Yeah, yeah. The back no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, motherfuckers had a, yeah, yeah. Or worse, I catch a cold and I die? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, yeah. That's all I had? Yeah. My motherfucking immune system could have survived a cold in the Oregon Trail, so I'm gone. Let me let me ask you a question. Damn, dog. Let, let me ask you a question, cause you cause you've been through some shit. So think, cause since we're talking about like worse ways or whatever, we were on a cruise one time. Oh, I remember yeah. you fucked your feet up. I, guess, I think I think got like cut up or something. Real right? nasty. Oh yeah. I, so all the bottom completely gone. Blisters all cut up. Yeah. All types of crazy shit. Nasty shit. Can yeah. you imagine having to deal with that? And back in those times where like triple antibiotic wasn't a thing. Maybe a Band-Aid was, like, a banana tree leaf. Like, just shit like that. And, like, having to fight that off. Like, it's already... I feel like it's already hard enough having to fight off simple shit like that with all the things that we have. Can you imagine, like, back in the day? I'm thinking what type of shoes would I even have? That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's in the realm of the whole having to fight off the hyena shit on the trail. I, I maybe have boots. Who like knows? They have boots and Who shit? knows? And just imagine just diff, just getting different shit. I think about that all the time. Like a, like a, like a bad, like, migraine or just, like... Girls with their period, like just crazy shit, bro. The thing is, is that you know what though? They were getting free territory for going. So if I if I had to risk it for something, I'm risking it for that. Yeah, for the land. But god damn, dog. You know, I, I think about like I remember walking with that and I was wearing vans. And yeah. that was I was wearing socks, vans, and band-aids, and that was horrible. I and mean, they didn't have socks, they didn't have none of that shit back in the day. You were walking on maybe cardboard, maybe on the on the sticks, on the bamboos. On whatever your local, your local shoemaker had. And because I'm, it's local. You you're not yeah. getting no Amazon Prime knee. Bing. Yeah. And I don't even know if they were even called shoemakers back there. Back then, they probably called like man in the tree or something. You know what I mean? Or your local, whatever the fuck they called Your local there. guy. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a guy that gets shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because times are tough. Super tough. So I feel like we take things like airplanes for granted. We take the railroad system for granted. We take fucking, we take a lot of shit for granted. But I feel you, man. Look, I'm just trying to like, but see myself. You had a question? No, no, no. no. I, I'm trying to see myself like in the future, you know, like actively and presently. Like, okay, I'm not stressing dying, right? That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying how do I prepare myself yeah. to be in a position where 10, 15, 20 years from now, I am in a position for enjoying my life yeah, and my family enjoying me and my family enjoying my life. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I, I think like you said, it. like we take a lot of things for granted, right? And I know 
I answered your question in kind of like six different parts, and we we got off the trail a little bit. But like how you said, like we got on the trail, the Oregon. Oh yeah, the Oregon Trail. But like you said, like we take things for granted, and like and I'm aware of that now, like too also like super hyper aware of that, like how much is around us and how much like we don't value. At least just me myself that I want to see what that evolves. I've always like now more than ever, I do want to see what that evolves into like years from now. Like I want to see like how you said 10, 20 years from now, like what are those things that we're taking for granted now? Right now. You know, like kind of like the same way, like we take a bunch of other shit for granted. I want, I want, I want to be able to say like, damn, we, we took like, I don't know, we take electricity for granted because it's just so damn advanced to the point where we're doing crazier shit. You know what yeah. I mean? We're taking cars. We took, we take cars for granted because now cars, you know, like, uh, like they self-charge themselves, you know what I mean? And they, they self-drive themselves. Like I want I want to I want to see what all that shit's gonna look like. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why it would be cool like to have some longevity. But I feel like th- the things that we take for granted now are almost like those things that subconsciously we're just used to. Yeah. So whatever it is that we're highly used to, we will take for granted like in the future if we're not presently like conscious of it. Like I think about taxis and how Uber is so much fucking better, man. Yes. There, there, tax, there's crazy stories. Like my friend told me a story the other day that like he took, had to take a taxi once years ago mm-hmm. and he fell asleep and the guy kept running, like driving around, running the meter. He, wow. For ten, a 10 minute trip, a 10 minute trip, had to pay 85 bucks. Your friend's a better person than me. That's when I get off the car and I book it and I either risk an ass whooping or getting away. But I'm, I'm out of here. I'm not paying you. Fuck you. <laughs> Yo, but th- those are like, you know, technology is going to get us into that point that I think the subtle things, the easy things yeah, already going to be reinvented and repurposed and made easier, more simple. Well, that's when you know it's like rent a, a car, get Toro. That's when you easy. know it's like a, it's like effective technology. Yeah. Because like, for example, the screw is so damn effective that we didn't even think about it because like what doesn't have a screw in it? Airbnb. It was... It was um a, a community, a forum in mm. um in Craigslist. Fuck Airbnb right now though. I don't know if you heard that they they don't want to give people back their money for like all the canceled vacations due to. COVID. Oh fuck them though. I yeah. mean, I, fuck them. Yeah. But, no, but you know, you know yeah. what I mean. The, the ball keeps rolling. The ball she keeps, keeps rolling. On she it. keeps evolving. So I think tech is gonna put us in an interesting place, um, where it's gonna simplify and repurpose things or combine things together in a really fascinating way. Like anybody yes. could work from their phone now. Everybody, anybody. You need a job, you download Flea and you're working for Postmates. I mean, it's just like a, a bunch of different things that we didn't imagine possible that maybe we take a little bit for granted now. I think that one thing that we're not going to take for granted though is change coming with the elections and specifically tomorrow's the inauguration. I think everybody needs to slow down though and hold up and relax. And here's why. I think Andrew Schultz Saves America is one of the best comedy specials that I've seen in the last decade. Damn, you're that high on it. I'm huh? going to go that high on it. It's one of the best comedy specials I've seen in the last decade. Me and Nicole saw it. We were sitting down. We were like, hey, you know what? We're kind of in the mood to laugh. Let's put on something. And not only did I laugh, but I also thought it was thought provoking and it yeah. was engaging as fuck. Andrew Definitely Schultz. engaging. Andrew Schultz, man, you're a fucking G. But on top of being a G, you're witty as fuck. And you're giving people, I think, what they need to be thinking about in terms of stop relying on a single person, a single movement, a single thing to be the change that you're looking for and start just becoming that change. Please, for the love of fucking God. Like, stop dismissing you taking the work and being the change you want to do 
by electing officials. No, like be the change, elect officials that you believe in and continue doing that in your own life. But also realize like the amount of time we're spending on tech, the amount of like all this brainwashing things that is confirming our own bias because we select the people we want to follow. We select the content that we want to view is confirmation bias and realize how upscale it is when you're becoming obsessed with it. One of the best fucking comedy specials I've ever watched. I'm saying that right now. Ever watched. Damn, that high. I mean, passionate. I love Andrew. I haven't given the special the amount of rewatches that it needs because it's so... Da- it has too many layers to peel back that. I honestly feel like in five views, you won't get it all. Like, it's too engaging. It's very dynamic. It is very thought provoking, and it's going like this. Yeah, it's Ooh, it's going at a th- that's the thing. It's going at a thousand miles an hour. There's some jokes that are like double and triple entendres, where it's like two to three points or like two to three different like directions you can take yeah. it in. Like he said, like you know, he had to fucking snort Adderall just to make sure this shit was like done properly, and it was you know a lot of like sleepless nights and days and things of that nature. I I mean, I, what I my favorite thing about the whole thing was really just. How much he's really like putting hypocrisy on a plate for you and then like serving that up and then like so good kind of dissecting it and then like not even like dissecting it like like um like I don't know like uh to the point where you have to be like like quote unquote super smart to understand right but, like peeling back a layer enough where he's kind of like look 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 at this like we're like we're, like like kind of he's telling you but he's also like showing you enough where you can kind of be like make your own have your own so thought, thought process, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like behind it, like, and it's, it was, it, it was, I feel like he executed big time. I feel like what he wanted from the special, he definitely like achieved me being a huge Andrew Schultz fan. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't my favorite special of all time. It was, right. it was different from like what I really wanted to see for like his first go around on like a real, like actual special with like a real big network, but still think it was needed. I'm glad it's resonated like like the way it's resonated with you. I'm glad it's resonated like that with you. I know a bunch of other people that feel like the same way. And dude, it's just it's just so good for me to see something like this for Andrew because he's like, blown up, man. It's it's not even the fact that he's blown up, but like I'm one of those. This is like one of the instances like where I feel like I'm one of those fans where like yeah. I was like around started, yeah. yeah like i was around like i i like i like i was around for like the whole thing like i like from like the very beginning to like now and just seeing like everything like that the universe has afforded him it, it may it may it's so inspiring like for me and it makes me so happy because it's like fuck yeah like good things happen to good people and you know like if you continue to stay true to yourself true to your word like there's no reason why you can be one of those like good people that good things happen to. Yeah. And Andrew, uh, you're the one that actually told me about Andrew Schultz, which is why I was so excited to talk about it on the podcast, because you put me onto Andrew at a point that you were already like, you're already familiar with Andrew in a big way. But I, once I started like seeing him and, and getting introduced to his comedy, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Like any comedian that can get you, when you don't necessarily think like them, yeah, they win me over because I don't have to necessarily agree with you. You just have to be funny. Yes. And he's one of those people that sometimes I can't agree with, but he's funny and he's good at it. And that's what like America needs. Like you don't have to agree with every single person you interact with in the street. Yep. Just respect them 
and keep it moving. Everybody has an opinion, just like everybody has an asshole. But yours should be thoroughly examined all the time. Examine your own opinion before you examine others. And Andrew released that special, gave you what you say, thought-provoking content that makes you think about situations in 2020 in a way that you're like, oh, fuck, that's clever. But also like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. Or yes, this is exactly how I thought about it. This is why. And he's saying the reasons why. So I feel like that, that special, especially like watching it before inauguration, like put that mindset for me right before like now we get Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. It's still about being the change you want to see. Yeah. It's still about not like letting a political party influence who you are or nothing like that. It's not about yeah. being left. It's not about being right. It's not about being an extremist. It's not about being what these people at Capitol Hill were extremists that stormed the Capitol. It's not about wanting police to kill people. No, it's about wanting police reform. It's about wanting people to be treated justly by police. And I feel like that conversation is much more important. It's also much less heard because it's not as passionate, but it's also much more important to be had because we talk about longevity. We talk about the future and what type of future do we want to live in? And that's why I love comedy. And that's why I love philosophy. And that's why I love this podcast. That's why I love doing this podcast with you, Jay, because it's not about... We're giving you, yes, our opinions, but it's also like, think, just present information to you and think about it because there's just way too many things happening now that we get exposed to that immediately we react to instead of thinking about it a little bit more thoroughly and deeply. Inaugurations tomorrow, guys. Chill the fuck out. Joe Biden's probably not going to be the savior of America. He's going to probably unite the people a little bit better than Trump because Trump had a shitty-ass resume. That's for sure. I mean, he wasn't good at uniting the people. And that's what I mean. He was good at rowling up the hoodlums and hooligans. That's for sure. Like, he was just a guy that got you passionate if you fucking, if you looked into his rhetoric. And he did a poor job at literally bringing the people together because he wasn't well-spoken and he wasn't that type of guy. He never was. Yeah. Now, Joe might be that guy, but that does not mean he will be the guy to save America from itself. And what we really need is for the people of America to realize Americans are people of opinion, but also that doesn't mean they're less than. And racism doesn't exist in this country and it shouldn't exist any further. Yeah. And moving forward, I think we're going to be in a better place. But also don't fucking storm the rallies and shit like that, man. Can we just fucking relax for a little bit? I feel like... I just went off on a tangent, huh? I feel like what this change of guard now needs, right? Where, like, inauguration being tomorrow, and by the time you hear this podcast, like, I don't... What time is inauguration at? Do you know? It's tomorrow. I don't know. Whatever. At some point tomorrow, you'll probably have heard this podcast already before inauguration or right after. But regardless of the fact, um, I feel like what this change of guard needs, what this presidency needs now more than ever is you, right? And what I mean by you is... Like you said, like don't do like let's chill out. Let don't do crazy shit. Like don't be on the Capitol building, man. Be the president in your life. You know what I mean? Like uphold like these standards and these things and live these qualities and like the way of life that you would want your president to live in your everyday life. That way it can start it can start reflecting. Yeah. That's I feel like the only way that like you said, real change will come about. Like it, it starts with us. Like if anything, whether his name is Joe Biden or it was Donald Trump or whatever the fuck the motherfucker's name is right now, they need, they're going to need your help forever. Really? But right now it feels like a pretty like, you know, pivotal. I don't want to say pivotal, but 
critical time, right? Where let's focus and hone in on like uniting. Let's focus and hone in on being like the presidents of our life, you know, to really have shit look like how we want it to look. Yeah. I think that's a perfect note to end the podcast on, to be honest. This has been Franchise Audio. This is Eddie. See ya.